What's up, man? Motherfuckers in the barbershop, the waviest podcast on the planet from the hood. We do it most good. It's your boy, Oss. You can follow me on Twitter, at 10stacks. Uh, got the brothers in here with me. Yeah, this is Lando. You can follow me at Twitter, at the Tackler 1711 and at the Motherfuckers in the Barbershop podcast page. What's the deal? It's nice. You can follow me on Instagram at be nice 2 underscores and on Twitter at 2 underscores. Be nice. We're going to go through the NFL playoff recap and looking for predictions. Um, talk about niggas getting fired in the NFL, also in the NBA. Boogie Cousins come back. And we got a little bit more R. Kelly shit to talk about. But first, shots and shaking my heads, man. Um, Lando, would you like to go first? Uh, yeah, I guess I can go first. Um, shout out to Clemson, man. Uh, big victory. I was very happy. Um, definitely knock Alabama off, man. So shout out to Clemson, man. They got a lot of young, talented players. Freshman quarterback, freshman receivers came on board. So, um, definitely they got a few players like Christian uh, Wilkins that's coming down the draft. So, hopefully the Lions maybe can take a look at him, D-tackle. So, shout out to Clemson. Shout out to Orchard Lake and UAD, man. It was good to see some competitive high school basketball. I'm trying to catch a few more of those games. So, definitely uh, shout out to them. Um, shout out to Netflix. They got a new show called You. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out, man. Kind of like a mix between Dexter and... Uh, and like uh, American Horror Story, it's a, it's, a, it's a good show. Uh, shout out to the Green Book. Uh, uh, Marcella Ali, he got a Golden Globe for supporting Mahershala. actor. Mahershala. What you say? Yeah, Mahershala. That movie with the races. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, he got a, a family Golden protesting that right now, man. This family protesting? Yeah, he's oh. saying it's all fraudulent. Wait, what movie? He yeah. like a, a pianist, pianist just riding around. Pianist. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Riding around the South with a, a white guy that's like, Possibly racist. I ain't seen the movie, so I don't know if he's well, racist. Well, yeah, pretty much. You know, back then you couldn't black person couldn't drive caught in the car, so the white guy to drive around. But he was a great uh, piano player. So and it was um, like Huckleberry and Finn type shit. Kind of like that, man. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta check it out. But uh, he got the Golden Globe. That was like the only like bright spot. Family I seen says from the it's all Globes. fake. So, just put out a bunch of garbage up there. Gobbledygook, huh? Yeah. All right, well. And definitely a shake in my head goes to the uh, Michigan assistant coaches, man. Um, a lot of guys jumped ship to Ohio State. I heard it was like a big fallout, a big argument between Jim Harbaugh and Greg. Greg wanted to be the coordinator, said Don Brown has lost the job, giving up that many points in the last two games. Jim said no. Mm. And um, I mean, he had a point. He went to Ohio State. Wanna, and a few, y'all a few wanna, other coaches. Y'all want to stay State. with all these bum-ass losers in here. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'm bouncing. Listen, he did uh, spike. Look, I retweeted a picture. He, I remember it was with December. Before the ball game, he said, you know, I love coaching these guys, this linebacker core. And then a week later, he was in Ohio State uniform, dog, about to coach. How's so. the back coming? Yeah, you can't, you can't be jumping ship like that. Like, you can go anywhere. Anywhere. It's personal when you go to Ohio yes, State. Yes, it's personal. He it did means that, something. He did that on purpose. And like I said, last one, I'm least shaking my head at R. Kelly, man. I finished the series. I was glued to the TV this weekend. That's just a big shake in my head. Glued to the TV? Yeah, glued. It, listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. This compelling, huh? Yeah, it was compelling. It was. They did a great job making that documentary and that story. I'm not gonna lie. It's been a talk of the town, and it, it brought up a lot of conversation. Right, we're gonna talk about it later. We're, we're gonna, gonna talk, talk about, about it later. Get back to definitely it. shake my head at that, and um, I think that's it for me. All right, uh, be nice. Uh, shout out Michigan State basketball, and then I'm gonna shake my head. We, we 
busting niggas down right now. They ain't going to beat us. We undefeated. February 24th. Let's set it up. February 24th. We going to put something, something on that? February 24th. We got something on that? Man, we got something February, on that? You know what it we is. We still going to be undefeated when we there. You know what it I is. I got two losses. Because y'all don't play nobody. Shout out to Louisville. Don't play nobody. You don't play nobody. We play the same people y'all play. No, you didn't. Yeah, ain't nobody going to beat we us. We no still undefeated. We play no Louisville. We're going to beat them. We're going to beat them all. Yeah, they all been the knee. Good. Sound good. <laughs> February 24th, we're coming for y'all boys, man. Yeah, Shout out to Future, the Wizard, January 28th, the Messiah, he, he back, man. Future Hendrix, he on his way, man, preaching the good gospel that we need. This shout out also on that day, possibly a Boogie Cousin sighting. This is a big time for the Warriors, man. They need a little energy boost, and Boogie could be that for them right now. Other than that, I think life is kind of cool. I'm going to shake my head. I've been, I've been having to get up at 730 because I got to watch my nephew for 10 hours a day. That's not the most beautiful thing in the world right now. I will tell you that, honestly. Getting up at 7.30 to watch a toddler, not the greatest thing. Man, Eric Thomas get up at 5.30, and I'm up there. Not to I'm watch a toddler. Yeah, don't get tired. Yeah, don't get tired. I'm up with him. Okay, he right about the end. And I don't, I don't believe that. Ooh. You don't believe Eric Thomas get up? No, I ain't going to lie. Eric Thomas, I, I believe know. he get up every day at 5 o'clock. Also, I tell you, I get up like that. I'm not I don't get up at 5 every time. Up. Something wrong with you, then I can't lie to you. Lando be up. Anybody that wakes up before nine, but Lando sleep like he might. He gonna go to sleep right after this. My body don't like being up before nine. It don't matter how long I sleep. When I went to sleep, don't like being up before nine. Before twelve, I can't do anything before twelve. It just don't make logical sense to me. I can be up for twenty four hours and still be in a better situation than if I'm waking up before twelve. That's great. Awful. Um. All right, I'll go. I'm going to shout out Dragon Ball Super Broly. The movie come out next week. Um, I almost finished watching a bootleg the other day that I had, but I can't, I couldn't do it, bro. Slappy told me not to do it, so I'm not going to do it. I'm going to just watch the rest of the show, and I can't wait to see the movie. It's then about to be the best movie of the year. I'm then, I'm calling it today. Just like I caught it on Spider-Man. I mean, be nice. Caught it on Spider-Man. That shit was amazing. Yeah, they want to go on Globe, too. Yeah. Did you go see it? Oh, yeah. I seen it. Did you like it? I loved it, man. Yeah, I thought I it was the best good. Marvel animated movie. I mean, I think it's one of the best Marvel movies probably so. Yeah. Good out of here. Like, other than like The Last Avengers and Black Panther and Civil War. It, it, I'm talking about just anime, animated movies. Like, I mean, Marvel animated. always was down, but that was their best animated movie. That shit was amazing. So, yeah, man. Dragon Ball Super Broly next week. I'm, I'm into it. And I, and this is going to lead us into our, uh, to our first topic, bro. But shaking my head at college football. This season has probably been one of the worst college football seasons in recent memory. And I don't, I don't like Alabama. I don't give a fuck. I hadn't, I have a dog in the fight. Uh, I got a man that went to Clemson, so that's, I mean, maybe I was cheering for that, but I really didn't care. This whole season was some, just boring, bro. Like, every game, bowl season was terrible. This is probably the worst bowl season in recent memory. And just the regular season in general just was not interesting. Like, they might as well brought back the BCS if this is, this is what we's going to see at the end of the year. I agree with some some of what you said. Definitely, like with the the SEC, which is bad this year. Honestly, SEC was bad this year. Um, Notre Dame definitely had a cake cut, and that's the thing. It was too many cupcake schedules, too many cupcake schedules around the whole board. Yeah. Guys got to start playing each other, man. I don't want to see you guys play F- FCS schools, man. I got to start playing each other, and Alabama needs to start traveling outside of the South to go play other big time teams. Cause this is what happened, man. They got hit with some speed. They got hit with physicality that they haven't seen the whole season. You don't get tough playing Citadel, and that's what, and no, that's that's what they get, man. And I'm I'm tired of the cakewalks, man. Next year it got it got to change. Well, the thing is, they probably would have beat anybody else that would have came up across. 
Like any other school, they would have probably beat the shit out of them, except for the other school that's just as good of them. And the thing is, we about to see this matchup for at least two more seasons. I look across the, the board, these niggas, it's all sophomores and freshmen on both sides of the ball. And in football, you got to stay at school for three seasons before you can go pro. So we just about to be watching and this And not shit. only that, they both going to reload. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this, they both got top ten recruit. I think Clemson might be number two. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then you think about what, the, the Ross, Josh, Josh, John Ross? Justin Ross. Just, Justin Ross, yeah. the nigga from Clemson, he's from Alabama. Yeah, but see that's the thing. He knew he wasn't gonna play though at Alabama, like, and he should be playing at Alabama. He should. Yeah, they but, that nigga. but you know, Nick Saban, he got the whole honor and rank thing. They already got four or five receivers, so he's like, "Fuck it, I'll go be the man at Clemson." And he is the man at Clemson. Man, he look like he should be in the NFL. Off, off the strength of Clemson starting to prepare themselves as wide receiver university, why not go there? Yeah, you got the legendary Nuke is balling. Mike Williams is balling. Sammy Watkins was Sammy smart. Watkins was balling. I was a good core. I was just talking about that earlier. I mean, and even Martavis Bryant, when he can keep his head together, was a, looking like an amazing piece. Deion Kane, I don't really know what he did for the Colts, but he was a decent receiver. Yeah. So, you know, they, they got a couple pieces. And then you got there. Trevor Lawrence, who was yeah. the talk Sunshine. of 2020. Sunshine, whatever the fuck you want to call the nigga. He looked like then the ultimate white man. 19 years old? Yeah, he a beast, man. Two, or a 6'5? 6'5. 220? Yes. So he got time, and he looked scrawny as fuck on TV. So he got time to, to bulk up. Lando, what do you see Trevor Lawrence doing in the future? I'll see him winning two more uh, national championships and, and being a top top five draft pick. Like I said, you can almost make the case Dabble Sweeney's probably the best coach in the, in the nation. Ooh. Honestly, nice. definitely recruit. I mean, shout guys. out to uh, Farrell, man. He, he threw out the death row pitch, and I think he was right, man. You know what I'm saying? You go see Saban. Saban got a fire about him, but it seemed like it's self-motivated. That both seemed like he really just loved the kids, man. Like, he, he want them to be the best, know that they're the best. He want to push them to be the best. And it just seemed genuine over there. If I was looking at it recruiting-wise, Clemson does seem, Death Valley seems like the place to be. Alabama, it seemed like you want to... A work farm. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you can tell Alabama has not been the close game this season. Going for the fake field goal. Nick Saban, look, he like a, a confused gram, like a confused old guy. At halftime, they came up to Nick Saban and said, what's going on, Nick? What do you see out there? He said, you know, they're just doing some stuff we weren't ex- anticipating. And he he wasn't prepared. When you, He almost said he wasn't expecting shit. When you say you're not expecting shit, you ain't preparing the way you're supposed to be preparing, bro. He got, he got Nick Saban, he got comfortable, and, and, and complacency it kills you, dog. I mean, but that's what's wrong with college football in general. And what I think is the issue with some of the things you were saying is because I feel like the college football playoff kind of diminished the rest of the game. The bowl games don't really matter as much because I know that there's four teams that's really only pushing now. Mm-hmm. So when I watch the rest of the bowl games, like oh, even before when it was just the BCS, I knew that the rest of these games were meaningless, but they still felt like something worth fighting for. Now they don't seem like that. Honestly, uh, you got to have a playoff. That's the only how you No, no, you no. Gotta I'm, gotta not, I'm, not, I'm just saying as yeah. far as why the rest of the bowl games like seem to like the cheese bowl, yeah. the bowl game, Michigan's in Michigan State. All them bitches just was like, whatever. But they always been ass. So they're like, like let's, let's, let's bring it to the light now. The humanitarian bowl was ass. The Idaho Potato Bowl as yeah, but now the it's Sun Bowl. Like, but it's like now nah, like, Sun Bowl. Waiting for something else. But like saying, why is this like the orange bowl? If it's not the the bowl in the playoff, it's just a bad bowl now. Like oh, the Rose Bowl was that's a historic bowl. That's now still that's still terrible. No. That's still historic. 
Just because it mm, is the road. It's hanging on by three. I don't know, Jim. It's hanging on by three. I'll say this. If I ain't in the top four, I go to the Rose Bowl. I don't give a fuck about the Sugar Bowl or the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. Orange Bowl? I don't care about the Orange Bowl. I go with the team. If I'm an NFL candidate, I'd go get a PS4. Ain't nothing wrong with going to Pasadena, man. That's a very yeah, beautiful and not playing. Yeah. Why that's, not playing that shit? That's also another problem with the, with, the, with the championship. That shit was in California. A Clemson-Alabama game. Just put that bitch in New Orleans, man. Every year, just have New Orleans. Don't nah, don't play around, nah, Alabama, bro. they got to learn how to travel. If it was any other man. year, I agree with you, though. They too comfortable. Nick Saban said he don't like to fly. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't like it either, dog. But that shit, that's just convenient for both schools. Because we know them motherfuckers about to be there next year anyway. Who yeah. you see? Uh, who, who else do you see taking one of these teams down? I, probably Ohio State. That'd probably be the only Just because they, they, they got a loaded, they got a loaded uh, squad coming in. They got a good class coming in. Honestly, that, that's probably the only team. some freshmen. You're talking to me about an Urban nah, Meyer. We just seen two freshmen win this national championship. Dog, this is different now, bro. whole team that was freshmen. Now Ohio State got a, they got a good team coming back. Texas got a good team coming back. OU got the number one quarterback in the nation going there. Um, Thanks, it, 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 they're gonna have some competition. Or, Auburn's gonna be Alabama next year. I, I'm just I'm just going out and saying they're gonna make it to the national championship. They still gonna put Alabama in there, that's but yeah, but Auburn Auburn <laughs> don't be, even matter. Auburn Auburn's gonna beat Alabama because I next think year. that's what Austin is saying. Like, ain't nobody beating Clemson next year. No, I don't think so. So, no. Alabama, <laughs> we, we know Alabama, because yeah. they're going to be no, the same Clemson. two teams. I'm saying Clemson's going to be playing somebody else. They're going to be playing either. No, nah, that's, that's what we're saying. If you already know Clemson there. Yeah, Clemson there. Did Alabama. But that's all we're going to be But we've known that forever, though. You can go through the history of college. It, it ain't never been a shocker who's in that no, championship. What I, I think what Austin is saying is, is like, now Clemson is the definitive day there. No, and there. you already had a key but that's shoe the, in. <laughs> that's what the Patriots are always there. The, nah, the Warriors are always there. But that's what I'm saying. If we was in a situation where two AFC teams could both be in it, then it would have been a situation like that what we talking about because if you look at how the Chiefs looked at the beginning of the season then you would have said oh the Chiefs they're nice you would have said that and then he would turn around and say oh Tom Brady Tom Brady has played like 10 or 11 AFC championship games they always no but that's I I didn't disagree with what you said I just said the only difference is is that you gotta put an NFC team there to stop that yeah, because nine times out of ten would have probably been two AFC teams this whole time. Yeah, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is like it's still gonna be it's always gonna be a dominant team in sports yeah, no matter what you sure. do. Yeah. So. Um. Damn, I had another question, but I forgot it in the midst. Of, uh, we can figure. All right, Atlanta. So Kelly Bryant had left. Yeah, he did the right thing, man. He I just, mean, but Jalen Jalen Hurts, he just left, but he wanted to see if he could get a natty out of, out the deal. He made a mistake, and though he shouldn't have, <laughs> he should have just he shouldn't have played that fourth game. He should have set out this year so he got two extra years. Jim Hurst should have been left. He should have left after Tua won that last episode. He should have packed his bags and, and left. <laughs> but Kelly, no, he did the right thing, man. No, it's, nothing benefits you by sitting on the bench. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. You got to play. I can't hold you up. I think that this shows the confidence in the organization, the schools. There's a difference between Kelly Bryant and Jalen Hurst. Jalen Hurst thought he was going to win a national championship. And Kelly Bryant probably didn't. Yeah. He probably just folded like, we Probably not gonna be Alabama. And I'm not gonna play anyway, so I'm out. Taylor Hurst just thought, you know, I could st- stat pad my my accomplishments. You know, I didn't win this one for real, but it's gonna be a win. You yeah, know what I saying? still got ring. A couple of them, then we good. You know what I'm saying? And it didn't work out like that, so he kind of played himself. He definitely should have left though. Um, all right, let's move on, man. Let's move on to the NFL playoffs. Let's move on to the NFL. Right, so let's let's recap. Um. 
the playoffs and shit like that. Uh, I was 0 for 4. I guessed every game completely wrong. Doom, doom, doom. 0 for 4. I'm glad I didn't put no money where my mouth was because I would have won zero dollars. Um, I'm gonna start from the top. I mean, Texas Colts. Lando, what, what was your thoughts? You know. Oh man, JJ Watt and them just laid the bed, man. They didn't show up. The offense looked inefficient. Um, they just did. They didn't look prepared. They didn't prepare for that game. And shout out to Eric Ebron, man. He caught a touchdown running an out route. Um, Andrew Luck is just a better quarterback than Stafford. And Andrew Luck has risen, and he got the Colts in prime position. They can win this game against the Chiefs, but that's what I'm saying. I just seeing lack of prep, uh, preparation from the uh, from Texas. That shit was a shit show. Deshaun Watson looked terrible. Man, I can only imagine what Nuke was feeling like, you know what I'm saying? Best receiver in the league. He didn't drop a pass all year, for real? Well, that's just like, they go by like what type of pass was thrown. Like, he didn't miss him, but no, he he, had, he got hands. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's, it's the establishment of if it was on him, he ain't dropping. <laughs> Between him and the quarterback, quarterback do a bad pass. Deshaun Watson was throwing a lot of bad passes. Like he it Ducks. Him and Lamar Jackson... Put the black quarterback shit down. Them niggas was not. Like, they, both, they both was like first first year, the first time in the playoffs for both of them. I mean, so yeah, it's, just, it's a different stage. It is, and like still though, that it was a couple. Deshaun Watson threw that bitch to the dirt at the goal line. I'm like, man, what the fuck is Deshaun Watson looks a lot worse. To be than honest with you, to, to be honest with you though, the Colts defense I've been playing, they ranked number one since week seven. Yeah, they're good. Like they, no, they the Colts really, are good. They like no said, scrub. and he was getting a lot of pressure on him. I can't really blame him too much for that. No, I can blame him. He played bad. Nah. No, I can't blame. He didn't play that good. Who else are you gonna blame? I blame the Colts defense for playing good. Like they they practice too, Austin. You know what I'm saying you can't blame the Colts defense. You can nah, blame they, the they was too good. They they came out ready to play. Mm, I ain't gonna say they was too good. Yeah, they had, no, he had opportunities. He missed a bunch of throws. Yeah, he was yeah, missing. He's only he was because he's young. Yeah, that's only because everybody got to go through it. Nobody goes to the playoffs the first time around. And even Tom Brady got yanked out the AFC Championship I'm game. Saying. I'm just saying, like the, I'm for saying Drew, Drew Bledsoe, like it, it happens to young players. That's all. It was the second game. Oh, the Seahawks and the, uh, and the Cowboys. I think the Seahawks just ran the ball too much. Yeah, it was just a lack of creativity on the, for the offensive Shout player. out to the no area trip, please, man. I, I don't I don't know about that, man. Let's, I mean, like you said, the Cowboys did their thing, but I, I think it was more of lack of the offensive creativity on the uh, Seahawks side. Like, you got to pass the ball. Russell Wilson got 35 touchdowns. I, I feel like Dak was making some plays. Dak came ready to play. And Dak going to get a big contract extension for he the got guy to. he played in this game. Got to. So, I mean, I don't know, man. Going forward, Ezekiel Elliott is the reason why you draft a running back in the first round. He was making some big-time runs towards the end of the game, some big-time plays. Uh, they kind of got away from Mari Cooper, but I ain't going to lie. They look, the Cowboys are steep. Mark Cooper had a 106-yard reception. Like I said, they, they came ready to play, and I think they're going to beat the Rams this week. But we talk about that a little bit. Um, then we had Lamar Jackson, the Chargers. Uh, shout out to Desmond. He played a very good game on kick return and on defense, but Lamar Jackson, that was rough. He played good at the end of the game, but that's another thing. He was a, a young young quarterback in the mix of it. And I don't know what the crowd was booing, man. Yeah, I was four and six when Joe Flacco was in there. We've seen him play the rest of his years. I feel like Lamar Jackson just—he might have some some mechanical issues. Oh, he definitely do. And they showed up there against a a, a crazy pass rush. <laughs> they was all over him, and I felt like it was just a tough position for him to be in. So for that, the argument about you know blaming the defense and. And take an onus off him a little bit. I feel like he just need more room to grow. He got pushed into a situation where they didn't really think he was going to start. 
throughout the season. This is not what they, you know, wanted for real. An injury happened, and Flacco's playing bad. And you got a first round to give him a shot. Throw him out there. And he, he prevailed most of the time. Mm-hmm. And the mechanics just kind of showed themselves. He need another offseason to kind of work on himself in the NFL system. But I think it's promised there. Lamar, it looks primed to be a good quarterback. He just ain't got no touch. You yeah. got to get his touch together. Once he gets some Counting, touch. You know what I'm saying? Jittery. Yeah. And his arm is jittery, so. Lionel, did you, uh, so would you put Joe Flacco in the game? No, man. Like, no, you, you put him in for the team. Be nice with you put Joe Flacco in the game? I mean, if the, I, and this is wrong, too, but if the idea was he not prepared for the playoff atmosphere, I would have just decided to start him from the jump once we got into the playoffs. Which is still wrong because he got you there. Mm-hmm. But if the idea is that he's not ready for the atmosphere, I would just came out as soon as we got into the playoffs. Like, look, we're we rolling with Flacco because Lamar's inexperienced. Or we're going we gonna to duel it, you know what I'm saying? Put him in the split packages but and have I don't think people the remember the, one of the last playoff games Joe Flacco had. When he, he was, was like terrible. 10 for like 30. He only had like 30-something yards passing. Like, yeah. Like, so it's not like you, you got Brett Favre or something back yeah, there, but you, you, got def- you definitely don't yank him because he wasn't the reason. He was the yeah. reason why you got there. Yeah, so got you there. can't yank him, you know what I'm saying, in the position. He got y'all there. You just got to die with him. And then towards the end of the game, he started making plays. Um, Then the last game, Philly versus Chicago. Um, Lando, what you see him going into that game, man? Coming out of that game. Well, you know, look, it, it was a defensive battle. They both made some mistakes. Both defenses played well. Like I said, Mitch was kind of up and down. Nick Foles was kind of up and down. Um, at the end of the day, and, you know, me also talked about this a few days ago off camera, they got in position to win the game. The kicker has missed 14 kicks this year. I've seen him miss like three or four kicks against the Lions. He shouldn't have been out there. I knew he was going to miss the kick from the time he stepped on the field. And, I mean, I understand that the uh, – uh, you know, an uh, Eagles player tipped it. Some, you know, I get that. But in those clutch situations, you got to have a dependable, more dependable guy out there on the field to make that field goal. I think that I just was disappointed in the shit show that the Bears' offense kind of turned into. Mitchell Trubisky is ass. I was, that, that nigga is terrible. And that's what I was trying to tell Lando. Like, Mitch didn't play good at that all. Like, Cody Parkey, cheeks. he got him every. The reason why niggas kicking field goals because you're not scoring. Cody scored him nine points. Should he have put the icing on the cake? Damn. Yeah, he should have. they iced him and somebody hit the field goal. Yeah, so it's like, it really, the odds were stacked against the nigga. And, and that's where that's where I don't really like this shit, dog. I, the kicker is the only nigga on the field that got to go 100% all the time. Everybody else get to make and as you many. you out there by yourself. Yeah. You know everybody else's head is down when the, when the field goal happens. So you don't even know who the fuck they are. Yeah. I can't even see a jersey number. It's all mangled in the middle of that shit. Only thing I can see is Probably number four, because kickers like four, five, you know what I'm saying, single numbers. That's all I can see in a leg up. When that bitch don't go, it's all eyes on you. Yeah. And I, I hear what you guys saying. And look, I, I get and it. No, and no, and last thing, nobody else can kick. Nobody else can do your job. And, like everybody and has to I think that it. the Eagles defense was shorthanded. They, they had no defensive backs. So, the, no. like, Craven LeBlanc is getting prayed, and the Lions just cut that bum ass nigga. Hey, but that was a bad cut by them. He read the same. He didn't say they season, honestly. He didn't say they season, dog. He didn't say they season. Lando, Lando did, you, did you hear the press conference? Jim Schwartz was praising, and I'm not bashing yeah, him because he, really. he, he went to King. Yeah. Avante no, Maddox. Yeah. He was getting roasted in that game. He bro, told him, I don't know where we'd be without him. Yeah, bro. He's in the same position. He stepped up and made a play. That's what I'm saying. You got to step up and make a play. Look, I get what y'all saying. At the end of the day, it wasn't supposed to come down to it. But damn it, it did. And damn it, you got to make And he even said it. 
I lost the game for us. Yeah, you got to make that I kick. lost the game because Mitchell Trubisky put us in this ball. He situation. put you in 43 yards. You got to make the kick. 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 You shouldn't even see me right there. You should have been game-winning touchdown. You got to. You got to. No, it come out. If that's the case, it's Nick Foles came down and did it? Did it. What up? That's going to take. That's going to take. Thanks, Bob. Nick Foles was throwing decent passes down that whole drive. Nick Foles got touched. Yeah, that's what I'm, but, but, that's, but that's the thing. Yeah, he better cross him with. Well, that's oh, the thing. Nick Foles is another one. That's it. Yeah, he is. Super Bowl MVP. Nick Foles is another person who has the experience. Mr. Bitsky, this is first playoff game. We got to listen. It's not Nick Foles. But he didn't miss too many kicks already. He didn't miss too many kicks. That ain't fair, dog. Who the goal is for kicking? Listen, it's not fair, Austin. But the thing is, you got to make them. You got to, dog. You can't not make it. A field goal kicker can't have a bad game, but that can be his last game. That's fucked up, dog. It is. All right, so, all right. Now we got to go to Nick Foles. Because you just brought up you, Carson Wentz, is worse than Nick Foles. Nick Foles better than Carson Wentz. So going forward, make they win this game and they lose this game. They win this game, you then they gotta go Nick Foles no matter what. But they win this game and lose that game. Next season, who you roll out? I got Nick Foles. <laughs> My Super Bowl MVP. You get that stupid ass look off your face. Carson Wentz is he gets hurt too much. He played awful against the Saints. They got a statue. Somebody just built a statue of Nick Foles. Wait, the no, team has was, chosen their leader. The he was the four short MVP. He was, but you know what? Shoulda, woulda, coulda. And like Clint Eastwood said, deserves don't mean nothing. Nick Foles is the quarterback, bro. I don't know, man. What you don't know? He won the Super Bowl. And he played like shit to open the season. I feel like, yeah, that's the thing. Nick, we... They gave him a shot to win the, win the he game. Got hurt. He got hurt, though. He I think Nick Foles like is only playing good right now because there's no pressure on the nigga. Like, he win. Good job, Nick. Because it's Carson Wentz's job yeah. right now. But I just, <laughs> listen, I feel like the team has rallied behind him. Chris Long and them guys, like, we love Nick Foles. They don't love Carson like No, that, I think they do. I they can make the do. argument that the worst game of the season was the first game of the season. Nick Foles and that booty-ass Falcons. You just mad because you got that game wrong. That and shit I told was you awful. That shit. It, it was, was terrible. It was a bad game of both. And you know why? Because Nick Foles was, he was spied What about, apart. okay, was that game worse than Carson Wentz Saints game? No, that's how it was. That game was bad. Yeah, that was an awful game. I had Carson Wentz as my fantasy quarterback this year. Let me tell you something. He, he laid a fucking egg this year. A couple games. And he just, all he do is stare down Zach Ertz. Yeah, but if you had him and Zach Ertz, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. That was a barely getting by. But, and then that Dallas game. Man, fuck Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Carson Wentz is coming oh, off a tour ACL. Oh, my God. He plays so bad. That he game. a mobile quarterback. Yeah. yeah. He plays mobile. Folks can do it all, man. I'm riding with Foles, man. Hey, actually, I want Foles to be the Lions quarterback. They don't want you. We'll take you, man. I ain't going to lie. I mean, Foles might be better than Matthew Stafford, but we ain't talking about that. We're talking about two guys. No, I don't know, bro. To like- be all honest, they probably going to go with Carson Wentz because he's younger. I would take Nick Foles, though. That's just honest. That's why you're not a GM. Damn. I would be. I'd be a better GM than Bob Quinn. That's why you're not a GM. Damn. Um. All right, so get some predictions in for this week, y'all. Uh, we got Chargers, Patriots, Lando. We rolling with. We got Chargers. Whew, any reasons? Man, I just feel like the the defense going the pass rush. The Patriots, all five losses that came to teams is not in the playoffs. I think this is the end of the Belichick Brady run right here. Be nice. I'm going with the Pats, but I would not be surprised if the Chargers won. 
I wouldn't be opposed to it either, man. You know what I'm saying? I like a lot of the players over there, but I'm just riding with my guy, man. Tom is my guy. I think he got one more ride in him, man. I think that's what all this shenanigans was about playing past for. He just won one more ring, man. He He's so this fake, year. too. You saw that time versus time. He going to walk away. So they interviewing him. They got the camera on him. He had his laptop. He got his best-selling book right here. He got his kid in this lap. And he drinking like some little drink that he promoting. Promo. This is like the fake promo guy of it all, man. Yeah, bro, he's an actor. Um, they have his MAGA hat? No, nah, he was in the back. Okay, cool. Yeah. He ain't got no MAGA hat. He had a MAGA hat. Remember that time at his locker? A big MAGA hat sitting in that bitch. Well, this is the it's matchup. Like at that, bro. This is the matchup between the oldest quarterbacks to the oldest quarterbacks ever playing against each other in a playoff game. I think both these niggas were like they were 39 and yeah. 36 or some shit like that. So he's some old niggas. Um, I'm going with the Chargers, bro. They got a lot of heat. They 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 defense looks strong. I know Belichick might scheme around that pass rush, but they also got the DBs on the back to hold niggas down, man. And Josh Gordon said I'm playing, right? No, he he got cut. I mean, what he went on medical suspension yeah, or something. Like that, yeah, the man. drugs got some. Yeah, so yeah, nah, them niggas. <laughs> My bands are on drugs. They couldn't do it, dog. So no, it's over for them niggas, man. Cordell Paris is not gonna get you that far. So, um, Cowboys Rams. Lando, who you running with? How about them Cowboys, man? Ooh. Thing is, the Coliseum is going to be mostly Cowboy fans in there. A lot that? of Cowboy fans in L.A. They do their practice. They summer training camp in L.A. That's going to be a Cowboy. That's that's like a home away from home game, man. I just I feel like they they rolling right now. And be honest with you, man, the, the Rams offense has looked shitty the last month of the season. They're really Jared Goff. So, and then the Cowboys defense, they linebackers are flying to the football, man. Yeah. Man, they, they balling, man. You know? I'm going to still go Rams, man. I think this just might be the show where Dak get off the bus, man. He might show his true colors. I'm not really sold on Dak Prescott. I think he a wishy-washy cat. And this might be the time where he scores you. You're going to get a big game from Zeke. Coop might get a touchdown. I just don't know what Dak got the consistency in his arm. You know, like, it's a pick for me. I really don't have a, I don't have a dog in a fight, and I don't know really who to choose. I'm leaning towards Cowboys, just how recent the Rams, how terrible they looked recently. Like, when you take away Ty Gurley, Jared Goff just looked like the worst quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. But if Jared, if Ty Gurley on, if you don't allow something to get taken away, then there you go. Got the play action going on. You know, you still don't got Cooper Cup, but you got the Woods, you got the Cooks. So, I don't know. I, I can go on record saying I don't know. I, I'm leaning towards Cowboys because that's a trendy pick. It'd be a cool pick, but I wouldn't be mad if the Rams won. Um, what's the oh, Chiefs Colts? Lando, who you got? You got the Chiefs. Ooh. I think it's gonna be a good game, though. That's gonna be a really good game, really good game. But I think the Chiefs just gonna be able to outgun um, the Colts. But the Colts defense has been playing really well, so it, it's it's not a it's not a short pick. But I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs for me as well. I think they just score more points. Plain and simple. I don't think Andrew Luck got the the firepower to keep up. That's the thing. I think Andrew Luck who got the firepower to keep it. That's the thing. Like the Chiefs, the Chiefs is like that character that got all the offense, but like he can't really block. And 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 the Colts can block and score, bro. They got they got what one like you said, no more defenses. Week seven, they had top five defense overall. They got a top ten, seven or ten offense yeah, overall. Good I mean, tight end. <laughs> Which one, Eric Ebron? Yeah. They got the X factor. It's I don't know. Like this is also a game I don't know because I really want Patrick Mahomes to go far and I want to go to Super Bowl and all that. And I don't want the Colts to go because if Tom Brady do fuck around and win, then it's gonna be the, he got to play the fucking Colts again. And that's just we already know how that shit goes. It's just he then that's like Brian Raptors. He got them niggas number. So 
I want the Chiefs to win, but I the Colts are going to put up a fight. They got offense and defense, so it's going to be the Chiefs don't got the defense at all. Not not at all. So I don't know, man. And then finally, uh Philly Saints. Philadelphia, New Orleans, Lando, who you picking in this game? I got the Saints winning. I mean, I want Philly to win, though. I want Philly to win, but I just think the Saints at home, they're going to be ready. They put 48 on them before. I think it's going to be a lot closer because Carson Wentz not in the game, but I still got the Saints winning. Hmm. You know? Man, they finna blow them niggas out again. All that booty-ass Craven LeBlanc. No disrespect to Maddox. He a young, young DB. The corner's just not there for the Eagles, man. Drew Brees finna pick them apart. I don't know what type of schemes Jim Swartz think he can put together, but the pass rush got to be phenomenal for them to have a which, shot. Which it can be. It can yeah, be, but it's still Drew Brees. Drew Brees got Ted again getting back in the stride. He got his running backs. He got uh, Mike Thomas there. A couple other receivers that have stepped, stepped up big. Some of the tight ends have been playing decent. I think the offense just has a field show. And I think that the Saints defense is decent enough to withstand whatever Nick Foles can do. Which is, he's not really scoring more than 22 points. Which is going to be a janky score. Maybe 25, 26, 27. He's not getting past 30. I think the Saints got a 40-pointer in them, so. Um, I'm going to go Saints. They, they've had all the time in the world. They've been thinking about this Eagles game since last season. Mm-hmm. Some shit, this is a team they've been wanting to play. And that's why they the blew, Vikings was there. That's why they blew them out. Yeah, really. But they even Sean Payne said he was playing the next game anyway. He felt like he won that game. He's going to play for the next game. So they've been down there a, a, a long-ass film session on these niggas. And then they had the week off. As long as Mike Thomas, they can build that connection. Drew Brees and somebody else like Kamara, then they got a, they got the chance of blowing them niggas out. So I'm gonna go with the Saints blowing them niggas out. And if not, then Nick Foles is the greatest quarterback of all time. I I, I say it. I damn believe it too, cause you can even no quarterback can come in cold and just get hot like this and take yeah. teams deep into the playoffs. This shit's damn near unbelievable if you do it. If you do it at this point, I mean, you might as well give me a jersey. I'm with the nigga too. I build a statue of the nigga. Fuck it, cause he, he damn near that good. So. Yeah. Um, we want to go into NFL coaches, all right, real quick. Yeah. yeah. Right, so what? What? What was some some uh, hires that y'all got some comments on, real quick? I like the uh, Bruce Arians and uh, Todd Bowles going to Tampa. I think it's a lot of pieces there for them to be successful. I think this is Jameis' last go. If you can't get right with Bruce, who's worked with Peyton, who's worked with Carson Palmer, who's really revitalized the people' careers. If you can't get it with with uh. With Bruce, then James is going to have to go. But I think they got the weapons there. Um, I think defensively, Todd Bowles is a good coach. He's going to bring a lot of energy. Energy, If they can really draft that secondary right, I mean, I think the, I think Tampa Bay is going to be, that's a good fit. Good Definitely looks like a good fit. Uh, I think we would have the question, that, is the streak of young, as Stephen A. would say, bachelor contestant looking co- coaches the right thing? No. And I think that Arizona made a big mistake. I think that's that's gonna blow up right in their face. And if he has a worse record than Steve did, you gotta let him go too. And I think um, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> you got to. You gotta, you gotta be fair. It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But he gotta be. We gotta hold him accountable for that. And then uh, that Aaron Rodgers move. I mean that that move in Green Bay. 
That's like a substitute teacher, like being in school to sub. They look like they can be brothers. Yeah, no, Aaron Rodgers is going to do whatever he wants to do. Like, I don't see him listening to now, do it at I all. I think of all the moves, that's the one I didn't get. I didn't understand. Like, I didn't see the prolific Titans offense this year. You did? Yeah, you know why? Aaron Rodgers to me is like the football version of LeBron James. He don't want nobody telling him what to do. He just has to try and lose. Oh, that's why. My boy. My boy. (laughs) I can tell you what to do, and you ain't going to ask no questions. If you do, I'm sticking J.R. on you, and we throwing hot soup on your ass, Damon Jones. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Okay, from that aspect, then I 100% get it. Aaron Rodgers just had an actual coach that he did not want to listen to. Somebody that three years ago niggas was respected as one of the greatest coaches in football. No, but they just started losing. No more. They started losing. Because <laughs> Aaron Rodgers ain't want to listen to no, that nigga. No, it, it wasn't that, man. Just dudes started making bad decisions. Yep, according to Aaron yeah. Rodgers. No, it's just the truth. You can just look at it like, no, he, he, he probably up. got a KD burning account. Man, that was a bad decision man, by coach, Mike McCarthy. My coach terrible. <laughs> Can't yeah. believe my coach is this you, terrible. You see him looking at him like, man, what are you doing? Some of the calls and some of the personnel moves. Yeah. yeah they say, you know what? Two birds, one stone. The hip coaches is the move. We get a hip coach. Any about Aaron's age, he's a good guy, good fellow. Aaron can push him around. But that's the thing. The NFL is a copycat league. Though. Unfortunately. So once, they, once they see one thing they want to go, instead of getting somebody who can, who's a people person, who can command the leadership in the locker room, they're just going for the hot shot guys. I would want the next Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, too. But it's only one Sean McVay. It's not it's, it's not it's Kyle Shanahan, though. Ain't 20 of Like you said, it's not 30 of them running around. It's a Kyle Shanahan, though. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan, but Kyle Shanahan has been around football since he was two years old. This is true. That's just that's just a different. Like it's only a few of those guys around, man. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I don't think it's gonna work for those two teams though. Um. All right. So are we we can get into R. Kelly. So Alana, what what stuff did you really want to talk about? What what did you want to talk about this R. Kelly man? Where do you want to go with this? Okay, this so conversation. So listen, I, I watched all all six episodes, and. I think the biggest takeaway I took from it, I mean, just was how he prayed. Like, he, he when he talked to these girls, he interviewed them. It was like a job interview. So he found out about their background. So he, he found girls who wasn't from stable households, wasn't no men around, so he had this type of control. And just the people that was helping him keep this all afloat. Like, yeah, security guards handing, giving girls his numbers. They couldn't leave, you know, the house. They was locked into like rooms. Like it was just it was just really sick. He turned one girl into almost like a tomboy type thing, dressed her up like a boy. So it was like he's into boys too. It was just it was very weird. I mean, probably just want to see what he can get away with, dog. How twisted can he fuck up niggas' minds? His mind is twisted. And like his brother said, they was getting molested and stuff as kids. So the same treatment that he was getting, he's giving it to, to other people. And you don't you just don't take advantage of people like that. Just don't treat people that way, and um, he's getting everything he deserves right now, man. And it's been this is not new. That's the thing; it's not new. I know it's a generation of people who didn't notice Bauer Kelly, but he's been doing this for years. There's been a lot of artists that said they don't want to work with him because he's difficult, and he's he has a control problem. But all that's coming to an end. Like keeping children away or kids away from their mom and dad, like it's people well, kidnapping their daughters to get that, away from. They them. said that the girls could leave whenever they wanted to. That was, that's not true. Uh, R. Kelly was keeping them like that. Yeah, like the one, the few parents on there, like we ain't seen our girl in three years. He how won't let her that, call. How you know that guy anything to do R. Kelly? Though? That is, no, that, that's definitely R. Kelly. Can they say when they met R. Kelly? Well, I mean, look, this guy was a punk. Like you don't let nobody take your daughter right in front of you. But pretty much, 
their daughter just met R. Kelly, drove out to a hotel and met him, didn't tell nobody. He told her not to tell nobody and told her that she coming on the road with him. And like you said, and just Maybe locked her just away. How you know that? She's seventeen me? years old. Don't sit up here and defend her. I'm Kelly, not defending her. See, that's too many niggas like be nice. No, no, no. you, you were off. talking like you a motherfucking lawyer, or you was there. It's it's documented, bro. How is why that? would they come on that lie? Why would they lie? Tell me why they would lie. Andrea Kelly on there. His brother on there, these are people that can have financial basis. It's other people on there like Sparkle, all these people that worked with him. Why are they saying this now? What you it's mean? People on there Sparkle saying that they years ago. It's people and on there saying her that brother they helped him. Was, Why are they saying his brother that now? Her brother-in-law was the fucking guitarist in his band. And they're saying that and they, they helped him. Out they Why are they saying this now? Bro, because the shit has hit the fan now. Now it's time to confess. Like, it, listen, when did like Austin said before, though. Like I said before, when somebody paying you, you're going to turn, you're going to look away from a lot of shit. So that's you can't look saying. away no more. If you it's know that to, it's something out there, I'm, I'm not defending him. You got to say I'm not Because you on this bitch talking like you know everything. I do. That's all I respect. Like, no, 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 you so you no, said no, they're no, lying. No, no, this is what I'm saying. So no, you no, said they're lying. This is what I'm saying. I want you to say this is what I'm saying. This is my whole issue with the R. Kelly thing. Don't get on fucking Twitter and talk to me like you was there. Stop niggas on this bitch acting like they know everything. You don't know shit. I know what happened. I know what they said. Bro, it's documented. A lot. If all these people saying it's not true, how do you know it didn't happen? So you just gonna how do you know it didn't happen? Deal, so you don't sit up here and defend R. Kelly. I'm not defending him. So what are you saying? You ain't God. You ain't God. How do you know? I'm speaking on it. Because you don't know. Because you ain't even looking. You ain't looking at it. I didn't say you were defending R. Kelly, bro. Did I say even You're not even defending R. Kelly. Am I? Yes. I didn't say he was innocent or guilty. He guilty. Tell him he guilty. wasn't there, nigga. He guilty. You wasn't he, there. He was on that sex. It wasn't him. You wasn't there. He wasn't on that sex tape. It's documented. It's wasn't true. there. It's him, bro. All right. It's him. The judge and the jury did. You got it. Yes. It's and him. That's what's wrong with, with society today. No, what's wrong with society is, is you. you know, it's people like you. It's men who don't defend women and just want to keep on saying they need more proof. That's the problem with There's too many people like be nice There's too many people like be nice that just want to defend things and want to turn the other cheek and look the other way and say, how do you know? Then use it, nigga. Then use it. What are you talking about? There's too many things like be nice that's protecting predators. I'm not protecting somebody. You are protecting predators. Look, it's out there. It's not so you, it's there. It's proof. He was on the videotape. If I, all I'm saying is, that girl that was on the videotape is coming out saying it. What I'm saying. What are you if saying? You haven't studied everything. All you take and me, me they just had a six-hour documentary. They got everything on there. What the fuck you mean study? Stop defending this nigga. We talked this word you talked about this shit before. We've talked about cutting off your communication and also leaking and channeling what you want to see. If they only telling you one side, you're not listening to nothing else. You just seeing somebody that's producing a documentary that wants to manifest this certain point uh, of view. So it'd be nice saying this. You're not getting everything. Nice you ain't studying no real legal caught, documents no, for this, yourself. This is what he's saying. This would be nice saying. He's saying, this is a documentary, and clearly there's an agenda being pushed upon it. Like, if they want, they're painting R. Kelly in a bad light. He is a bad you person. Have you Googled or went to some legal place and looked it up for yourself? They got the documentary. They got the documentary. They got the documentary. would be nice to say. He's saying, like, this show... Second-hand information. This is why I don't watch certain documentaries. This is why I didn't watch that one documentary that Jay Gans talking about, about the veganism and stuff like that. They were preaching anti-meat instead of preaching just being a vegan. They weren't giving you so both let me sides. This. So what he's saying is they're preaching R. Kelly, bad man, bad man, bad man, and it's not giving you a, like a... 
both sides of the question. Now, in, in this situation, do you even need the other side? Of no, you don't. you don't. You don't. Don't get on this. Listen, 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 if I was doing stuff, if I was doing stuff bad, would you go on a documentary and tell stories about me doing shit bad? No, but that's what they do. But this would be nice saying if you were doing something bad and they put me on the documentary saying asking me. Hey, give us all the bad things about Lando and not asking like my our mom give us some good things about Lando, then it's just like they're just giving you Bro, they're just feeding. They, they're telling the truth. Not everybody's lying. Not everybody's lying. We gotta do but, a better but job. Is anybody on that show a liar? Like, dude, is anybody is anybody on there definitely saying. saying, like, is anybody on the show not or Kelly that Peter. you can be like, oh, he might be. And that was or, Kelly, or Kelly Peed on that girl. And that, Kelly but that's what I'm talking about, Lando. Shannon Sharp got on there, and it was a tweet. And this people been showing their ass on Twitter all day. The tweet said that R. Kelly has proof that some of the people, the alleged victims on the show, are lying. And, and Shannon Sharp quoted saying only some, but the tweet is clearly saying that he only has proof that some of them are lying. Bro, so you can't get up there and say, oh, but that's what I'm he saying. Sex, it's some, no, Lando, you're missing what I'm saying. Lando, you're missing what I'm saying. Don't make a docu-series that you're getting people that's lying. They got pictures of them with the guy. What point do they got the lie about? Lando, you're missing what I'm saying. What do they got the lie about? I'm not defending him. Yes, you are defending him. Lando, you're missing what I'm saying. You're defending You're missing what I'm saying. I don't want to say, I can't, I don't hear people in the you up and then you lose it's not wrong up they, you, they, they, they got it documented they have it Lando. he never came out and denied all of it he did it he hasn't came out and denied it how do you know he hasn't he said that he got posted some of them lying some some but you act no. like Santa Sharp right now no, no not like Santa that's the truth he raped them girls Lando, all I'm Stop saying is that's what I'm saying what are you defending what, what are you saying I'm outside and somebody say I killed somebody I don't got proof that I didn't kill that nigga they got but proof they say, no but the witnesses are proof right That's word of mouth, right? That's, that's not word of mouth, nigga. That's what this nigga is. That's not no 50-50, right? That's not going to fit him right now, Kelly. right? I mean... Lifetimes for all I care. I just don't want to hear your opinion on this shit. Stop talking to me what like you mean? You're the same what guy. You, mean? you don't know. I don't want to hear your opinion because you're not making no sense. I don't offer my opinion. That's what I'm saying. Because you don't know I shit. He's just talking. talking He's just shit. talking about shit. You defended a pedophile. There's too I'm many guys. There's too many guys. If it's out there, if it sounds like a duck, if it smells like a duck, it's a duck. Lando, how am I defending him? You are. It's nothing. What if is, you don't understand sociology, psychology. You don't understand it. I don't understand it. And you, it, it clearly didn't work out for you. What are you talking about? Clearly. Because he's, he's, he's a psychopath. I just feel like R. Kelly for sure ruined the internet. Like That's what you, I'm saying. You, Stop you, being on this bitch on the internet, bro. And you just see anything R. Kelly. Like, R. Kelly is ultimate It's evil people on right this bitch changing their whole agenda, their whole view, whole persona about this shit. Because they want to be in the know and act like, oh, yeah, I'm supporting non-pedophilia. I'm definitely I want to support non-pedophilia. Like, of course. Exactly. I, that shit not cool. I got sisters. I got nieces. I act got, like it. What are you act talking like about? Act like it. Like I don't know a guy trying to build a wall around this guy. Say, like, what are you doing? trying to build he a wall it. around him. He did him. it. He did it. You told me. Shut your fucking mouth until the shit is done. No, it's done. It's been done. This is old shit. But that's the one thing. Like, this is old stuff. So it's like, if you... 
Like you don't gotta stand up now. Like I don't like. Like I don't feel like. Like I. I don't feel like I gotta stand up or make a big tweet. I don't like R. Kelly. It's like I don't right. have to say that. And shit it's like me. I don't. I don't feel like other like Chance the Rapper coming out. You know I didn't believe. I didn't know that. I was Chance the Rapper. I didn't believe. Chance I didn't believe in their voices back then. But fuck now because of documentary yeah, yeah. came, and that's what fuck, I'm saying. No, like, fuck like, Chance the Rapper. Gotta watch he knew that. shit was going on with him. And but that's what I'm saying. If you knew that and you did that. Obviously, you didn't believe it. Just stand by and say, hey, look, I ain't believe that shit or I ain't know what's going on. No, you ain't had to say but shit. It's, you ain't got to make a bullet. Listen, statement with, the, with the movements that's going on, a lot of people start targeting them. Oh, you did work with them. Not how you feel. So yeah, you got to come out and make public. You got to come out and make a statement about but it. That's, that's, the, that's the thing where I feel like niggas, like even with the Kevin Hart stuff, sometimes you just don't got to make a statement. Like, I'm not about to make well, he's trying to. He's like, trying like, to appease right, the That's people. like me making, when, uh, when I play with the C team and I said, fuck that. To the coach, and he told our dad and stuff like that. I ain't, I don't gotta make a statement on that. Now that I'm a grown man. That's some shit I did when I was younger. Did I did a long time ago. It was no, it wasn't wrong. wrong. Them guys wasn't that young. I'm saying it wasn't wrong. Yeah, I mean even still, like it's some shit you done did. You wouldn't just go back to 21 year old Lando and be like, man, I'm, I am so sorry for 21 year old Lando. Oh, well, he wouldn't. He no, should. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's, I just feel like I wouldn't do nothing like that. Like I feel like I don't have to. Like I don't owe. I don't owe nobody. Clearly, if you did a song with R. Kelly, you you liked R. Kelly. You tried to. Make a good song featuring R. Kelly. But you shouldn't have did a song with R. Kelly. I mean, no yeah, you probably shouldn't have, but niggas do stuff they shouldn't do all and the time. And then you gotta come like, out and you gotta say it. You gotta say no, I made a mistake. I mean, that was a mistake. You, you just, like, we just know that's a mistake. You, gotta like, say you all won't do this. People on there, like, bro, I'm so sorry I ever listened to R. Kelly. I was a kid. I didn't know none of that shit. It's people my age saying that stupid stuff. You just don't make another song with R. Kelly. Like, don't that's as good as it gets. Like, all right, you done made oh, that shit. No, it isn't happening. You done like, made the like song. The Cannon, song can get played. Even like when Nick Cannon had said, they just said, look, if I would have known this going into it, I wouldn't okay, have done it. Okay, but they didn't. So that's but it. They, but still, you still <laughs> got to go out. You got to get separation away from it. That is a part of your history. Listen, like, when Jay Z is the best of both worlds, he dishes himself forever for that shit. He never talked about it. And that's the thing. Even when he got already on Andy Martinez, he like, look. I'm done with it. I don't even want to speak about it. It's disgusting to me. Okay, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm that's where you're what saying. Is not you gotta, but you don't got to get on the forefront. Like, Niggas no. be trying to get in front of these problems. Where they're really like the B2K thing. They coming out and saying, we going to retire every song after this tour. Nigga, don't say that. Yeah, yeah, you still want to get paid off of it. Yeah, like, dog. Just, Why would you right say now, that? Right now, R. Kelly is a hot stove. And nobody want to act like, oh, I never touched the hot stove. Or, Let no, me no, turn no. the stove off before I know. I think what y'all missing out on is a lot of people going back and attacking on people for working with and, but so that's they, the they defend too. It's they, like, they, they gotta clear that go back in your past and attack you for it. It's that's like, what people, that's, that's where it that's is. What that's what y'all generation do. That's what I'm And that's what I'm everybody saying. Everybody Like, even when people, when they get pulled up, oh, I said the N word back then. If you're not making no monumental changes right now, then it. That literally means nothing. Is, yeah, like a lot of stuff is just but it I'm, is what it listen, is. Stuff. Definitely like, a lot of people that's in the in the public. Like even the girls, they, they probably wish they never did the R. Kelly stuff anyway. But they did it. It's over now. They either talk about it on Lifetime or shut the fuck up and let it go. Or you walking around? And they, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Explain but they don't. We not holding them on some. Wait, why did you do it to the It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of. And that's the thing. It's a lot of people. They don't got us. It's a lot of people on Twitter. A lot of people on Twitter. That's going back in everybody's background, going through all the accusers' background. Everybody's getting ambushed with this stuff. That's what I'm so saying. you gotta come out and you, you gotta make something. But you really a lot of them do bro. feel like they got to. But that's what I'm saying. When you feel like you do, you kind of because really silence. Because look, when you silence today, 
It's almost like you're guilty. But it's like, no, I'm saying it's not and that's even, the truth. I'm not saying it's from yeah, the silence. Yeah, that's, that's the I'm truth. I'm not saying it's from the silence. You can't I'm, be silent. You gotta come on, speak up. I'm not saying it's from the silence. I'm saying it's from the aspect of you don't have to get on the forefront of it first. Like, if somebody want to bring it to your front door, that's fine. But if you don't got, you don't got to just, because now you're just making a headline about you like B2K, I'm not even thinking about the niggas. <laughs> so, like, you gonna, if you're going to get out there and say, oh, yeah, we ain't doing no more reason. Like, oh, you just trying to get a hot five from, yeah. from the community and that's weak. That's Lame as fuck that's though. It's like, bro, just don't do that. Like, you don't have you to do that. They just trying to get attention. But that's what that's. But niggas are doing. Chance did that. That's what B two K. No, Chance didn't get attacked. But Chance didn't get attacked. Talking about these niggas. No, they was no. getting attacked. Chance said that they made these attacks. They're making them. They're not making people go to the attack. I feel like right now it's a whole different. Subculture that's perpetuating yes, around. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It's people in the time. That's what I don't want. I don't want that. 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 I when the documentary came out, why didn't Jay Z work with these people? Why didn't Why didn't Mary J. Blige work with these people? Why didn't Dave Chappelle work? Why is John Legend the only one on here? Then anybody else who has a track record associated with R. Kelly, they started to think, "Oh, I'm next." Yeah, so let me if just. I, if Jay Z name mentioned to the shit as soon as it came yeah. out, I ain't shit. So of course they're gonna say something. And to that's me. why Dave came out and immediately said, "I know who that shit." They did. They posted. Cause I follow him on Instagram. They supposed to be like, "Nigga, you was in the Fiesta video," and he came out and said, yeah, "Look, that's how you was That was his business." Even I was wrong for looking the other way. And he raped my girl. Yeah, but it's like, and that's what I said. After, like, if someone bring it to you, that's when you gotta. And that's what also, a lot of that's, that's, that's also flip floppy because Dame is also on the record of saying, oh yeah, I blew Harvey Weinstein shit out on the, on the page. He shit. He so did. why did he do shit to R. Kelly? But he said he couldn't. That's what I'm and that's what I'm saying. Niggas is out here. <laughs> niggas so big and strong in these past. I would never did. But it's like when they get put in the situation, it, they ain't they fucked up too. Yeah. So it's like, bro, that's why you might as well just don't Keep even. Keep your shit to yourself. <laughs> yeah, you might as well just wait, bro. Just don't even. Because you trying to put yourself into you. Eventually gonna look like an asshole, like a nigga like Chance, or like B2K. You're gonna look like a dickhead trying to act like hey. you stand for something when you really don't stand for shit. You just really want to make money like everybody else. You just want to make money. All like, that's all them is, niggas is I own. stay to the back on these things until niggas is put to justice. With the same thing with Aaron Hernandez. I ain't know none of the details. I ain't know what's going on. He seemed like a cooler dude. Once this shit start coming out, you're like, damn, he crazy. And the same thing with R. Kelly. It's like, wow, damn, he doing some wild shit. Once they lock this nigga up, I'm going to say but the see, same shit. I think that's the problem with like kind of like y'all generation. Y'all don't do enough research. Y'all don't do enough backstory. Like, a lot of people knew about the Aaron Hernandez type I of shit. I knew he had the first shooting situation. A lot of people knew. Like, that's what you mean. A lot of people knew about Wait a minute. R. You just watched the documentary. Yeah, I didn't watch the documentary. I didn't you know, know you wasn't this adamant about it three months ago. Yeah, I was. What am I supposed to I wasn't. No. I don't think it's I would have brought up the, the child molestation. But niggas wouldn't have been like, man, get R. Kelly off this place. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, you know, know, like, like, Detroit, they, they boycotted this shit out like two years ago. No, last that's time I seen that. That's what I'm saying. That's when something is being perpetrated about him and saying, oh, yeah, we got the Me Too movement going on. And then people get riled up for a second. They say, yeah, let's it get rid of take, take, take a move to get people riled up. It take a rule to get I'm people I'm just saying, niggas up. wasn't this two years ago. But you blame it. I'm saying, niggas blame me. You can't really blame our generation. Then our generation. No, because that's what I'm saying. No, but y'all, no, no, it didn't. But y'all generation are going through people's background. Who else worked with R. Kelly? And that's what they get attacked by. They get attacked. No, your boy got attacked in the club. He didn't make that song. He just hopped on the hook with it. 
But it's like people are like, oh, y'all worked with them. That's that's y'all. All right, and that's what I'm but saying. But no, it's you cool. It's cool to clean your name and distance nothing. yourself from people. No, they but they have distanced themselves. Like you don't got to. I feel like you just don't got to. Like I ain't kicking it with R. Kelly right like, now. Like that ain't no. Like that I said, no, that's like us saying, all right, we not Nazis. Nazis is fucked up. And it's like, all right, y'all. We're not that. We don't got to proclaim that shit as loud as possible because that's... In today's, a, in today's society, silence almost like you but I, I feel like it's more of a situation that I ain't going to say nobody's name because, you know, you don't want to put no bad things on nobody. But let's say one of your homeboys is out here doing something wild and you find that out tomorrow. You got to distance yourself. You got to be like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I wasn't with nothing because you actively with him. If I ain't seen this nigga 20 years, why I got to be like, oh, yeah, yeah no, like, I, Somebody's I, not even really thinking about it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely not thinking about it. But I'm saying it's getting, I, brought, I, it's I, getting I, like brought to their attention, so now they got to come out and say something. But then you, when the last time you seen me with R. Kelly? That's all I got to say. But when still, the last time you seen me with still, R. Kelly? They're they going to be like, well, these cases are charged. Like, people knew that shit. Definitely the older people, they knew that shit was going on in 2001, 2002. And that's up. Part of the league. And that's what I'm saying. Like, they're getting attacked with it. And they're getting attacked, they hopping in front of it. That's just the part that's that's called publicity. That's pretty much that's, that's what you what get saying, That's what but that's what they just want publicity. Like it's yeah. not really it's not really it's never genuine. But I'm saying that's it's what not genuine at all. That's tonight. what you get like a marketing team and publishing team. They they tell you like, it's almost like R. Kelly is a hashtag shit. and they just trying to attach their name that's to what it. I feel like point. everybody on Twitter is doing, and that's why I was angry about the shit is because there's people out here who want to just get ahead of a situation and say, Oh yeah, I don't support this. And then now my name is attached with the people that don't support this. I just don't support this shit. I ain't got to tell you I don't support it. But you're right, a celebrity, like, though. But I'm, I'm saying, and that's why we had an issue where it's like, I don't want to hear your opinion about, oh, yeah, this is what he did for sure. He did this, and I know this woman ain't lying. I know that woman ain't lying. Yeah, bro, I, I don't want to hear that it's shit. It's documented, bro. bro. It's documented. I, I'm not saying that it's, it's not, it's but I don't, I don't want to hear it. And, and the situation where, to me, we had a difference was, because maybe you had done the research, but I know every nigga on Twitter has it. No, that, that's that, but that's saying that's that's y'all that's y'all. A lot of people don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like we gotta understand that it's a lot of people that just don't know that's ignorant to it. So now they see it on TV. So yeah, now they're going back and looking at it, and they're passionate no, they're about not, it now. They're not looking at it. So they're you taking know, what they saw what in the documentary. But no, I can't. I can't. But you don't I can't, know this fact. I can't. I, can't I saw a lot better than even watch the. Man, he watched the documentary. Just saying some talk, Look, and I can't defend no pet. I will never defend a pedophile. I just can't. I mean, ain't nobody defending nobody. R. Kelly, though. <laughs> Definitely, Steve. Yeah. That, no, when I hear people say, how do you know and shit like that, he did that shit. I mean, but I'm saying from an argument's sake, I don't want to hear, hear somebody shit up in my face and tell me like they was there. Like, if you're not no legal person, you're not involved in it, I don't want to hear but it. But if it's documented and it's proof and I enough mean, people saying it, I mean, it's, it's happening. So, R. Kelly did it. You saying he didn't do it? I didn't say he didn't do shit. I'm saying, I don't want you telling me he did so you it. You, so you want, think he didn't do it? No, I didn't say that. Okay, so, so yeah, exactly. But I'm not going to sit up here in somebody's face like, man, this girl, he was with her for sure. That shit was crazy. Yeah, he did was. this. That shit wild. I'm going to just be like, man, all the allegations is wild. When they send that nigga up his way, good riddance. And that's, that's a, it's a shame because there's too many grown people that the jurors that got paid off and shit like that that didn't stand up and all of them need to be locked up. But that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's, all that, you missing what I'm saying. That's a difference. But And that, I've clearly stated on several occasions, a person that's involved with the legal allegations, if you somebody that's on the jury, you have access to the actual evidence. You're seeing everything. If you make a cognitive decision and you got actual evidence in your face, then just fuck you. You want some foul shit. No, they got paid. But I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm saying that. But what I'm saying is, is people on Twitter who have not researched anything, they don't know anything, they haven't watched anything. I've never seen the piss tapes. And it's something I was aware of. See, so, but I'm saying, I know it's people that's my age that's talking about the documentary that ain't seen it. So, stop like, talking. Like, I've, I've, I've seen the piss tape. And I don't disagree with you for that. Like, no, he, he, it was him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and and I, 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 I don't see disagree it. with that. He knows people that haven't seen it. It was somebody calling his name in the sex tape. <laughs> mm, man. 
Fuck it. Fuck R. Kelly. But, For um... Sure. Yeah. All right, we can move on to this NBA shit real quick. Uh... So what's this Patrick McCall investigation stuff? Yeah, it's a little investigation going on with, with Patrick McCall. Some fishy stuff, as most people, you know, or if you don't know of any of our listeners. Patrick McCall was a, um, what is it, three-time warrior. I think he was on the team for three seasons. Two-time champion, or three-time champion, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he had some contractual issues. He was worried about his role after a, a scary fall last year. It was a possibility he might have been paralyzed. Um, he had a back injury. And his father started to take over his conversations with people, you know, kind of push management out and his agents and stuff. And they advised him to take a, a, a one-in-one deal with the Warriors. He would have been a restricted free agent again and then an unrestricted free agent next season. And uh, he didn't want to do it. He didn't sign a contract on time. They had his rights all the way up until, I believe, December 29th. Or maybe it was January 3rd. But he, uh, he signed a contract with the, the Cavs. For two years, six million, and the Warriors did not want to match it, so it became a Cavalier. Played in one game, if I'm not mistaken, and then was released, which seems strange to a lot of people. All this happened within like seven days, and now he's an unrestricted free agent again and can go wherever he wants. So the Warriors put in a claim because all of this seems kind of fishy. If I had a contract issue with one of my players, and then somebody randomly who's a, a rival just randomly comes out offering him a contract that we didn't want to match and then releases him randomly just to free him up. It would seem like some type of fishy business was done and he can go sign wherever he wants. He's actually agreed to a contract with the Raptors, but the Warriors have put in a claim and the NBA is going to investigate it. I can't say that I remember something like this happening. Or so what's the reach claim? Out. Were they trying to give him And then it's like tampering, basically, because they got him out of his deal. He was a, a restricted free agent with the Warriors and then the Cavaliers came in and made a claim for him putting him on their roster, but with their contract, he would be unrestricted if he was released. Oh, so so basically, they, were, they just so freed him up. To, to send him to the Raptors? To just do whatever they wanted to, which is kind of like cutting the Warriors short because this was their player. Oh, so they just wanted to take a dude yeah. from the Warriors, kind of. That's and the whole do whatever thing. they wanted to with him, which is just release him. Just get him off the Warriors. But, I mean, if he didn't want to be there, then is it really tampering? Yeah. I mean, it's still... Legal stuff. Like, he don't got the right to oh, say, I, I don't want to be a warrior, which oh, is all this a, is happening. Because he, yeah. he was a part of their conscience. So, so he, he, but he didn't want to be a warrior. No, nah, that was the thing. He didn't so want to be, be a warrior. warrior no. So he just used the Cavs. So yeah. it really was like him and the Cavs. The Cavs, like, we get the just, just get me up out of here, bro. Well, they, well, they can sign him back, right? They could have signed him. They could have, but that's, I don't think that's what the deal was about. <laughs> but because I mean, I say, the reports were that he wanted, he wanted to go back to a contender, which he did with the Raptors. I don't understand the move. Because they have who probably... Is, who is Patrick McCarty to just be wanting and making And it, they got much better wings on the Raptors. Yeah. So it's like, why would you want to go Roman there? Powell, all types of niggas. niggas everybody like, better than you. <laughs> Except for like Malachi Richardson. I mean, shit, everybody on the, on the cast was better than that nigga too. Arguably. Everybody on the Warriors wasn't better than him. He probably better than Jacob Evans. I don't know why he didn't want to stay. It was a weird situation. He probably caught sick of KD too, bro. KD ruined that. Maybe. Niggas can't even there. He even got the bench niggas on the lead, dog. Now Patrick McCall is in a weird situation and the NBA is investigating. It's just something strange. I've never really seen this type of tampering. Normally you see people, like, talking to other players and trying to get them to come. But a team poaching somebody just to free them up just seems like a weird situation. Mm, mm man. Uh, another weird situation in the NBA since we're talking weird situations. Y'all, y'all, y'all been looking up on this uh, Ennis Cantor so, I, I guess the Knicks play somebody in London. I don't know who their opponent is. Not and sure. Cantor's saying that he, he can't go over there because the Turkish government might kill him. And um, 
And he do Turkaloo saying, nah, he not, you know what I'm saying? He just he just got his passport messed up. And, you know, trying to, like, mask it. But Cantor saying he not going. He not, they're down there saying he not going to the game. He not going to play because they down there might kill that nigga overseas. And, yeah. And, well, I think Vladi Divac came out today. I was, like, trying to support Hidu on some shit. I don't know what's going on. Like, it's a bunch of overseas government shit going on. And Cantor is, might lose his life if he go over there. I mean, but this man in talks for a long time. Like, he kind of been exiled from his home. He ain't really able to go back there because of the comments he's made about their government. I think right now, and I, I hope not, I don't really know Hidu's stance. I haven't really read much into it. But it kind of seems like some, some elder statesman situation where Hidu might be aligned with the actual government. And he kind of just trying to dumb it down to where it makes it look like, nah, he just, you know, coy about it. Nah, we don't really know what's going on. But there actually might be some serious situation going on with Ennis Cantor. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually did have a reason to fear for his life. Yeah, I mean, I, I know a lot of people that go back over to, like, the Iraq and play for their team and they count Yeah, you definitely you can get, get killed. And, I mean, he's probably, like, a big figure over there. And definitely in, in London, where you don't really have the best security. Yeah. I would, you know, you and I think it's gun. free reign yeah. as far as access. Anybody can really kind of get into yeah, it. Yeah, so. it's like, yeah, you, you really don't want to, you, you shouldn't go there, then. Okay, so he tell okay to transfer his money. You do forex trade in, in London, man. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so I guess in NBA news, Thibodeau got fired. And After that. Almost blowout. Yeah, after a blowout win against the, which is weird, right? That was weird. They they blew the Lakers out, and then Thibodeau got fired, and then well, Ryan Sanders, Flip Sanders' son, Flip Saunders' son, is not a new head coach, and they just went out and beat the Thunder the other day. Uh, I mean, there's no, it's no real comments on that one. Like, I, I mean, hopefully they end up going to the playoffs. Timberwolves fans was, was happy about it, and I'm kind of happy for them too. I think Thibodeau is really overrated as a coach. He gets a lot of praise. He works his players too hard. Um, I think I'm okay with the movie. Like, you got young, fast players, and you want to run a, a half-court offense. So it was like, it's not the 08 Boston Celtics. Like, it's just, it was time for him to it's time for him to change it up, man. It was, it was time for a change. And they were real happy, though, to the most. I mean, fans be happy, though. Fans want everybody fired. Fans want so niggas fired, I mean, man. you just want to change when it ain't working. Yeah. Now, hopefully, you know, we can score 40 the other day, so hopefully this will be like a... Just do good for him. It looked like it might do good for him. I don't know. He had the ball in his hand a lot. If they trade Jeff Teague or some shit like that, then you know it could be all good. Oh, Derek Rose said, "Kill yourself to the media." Did you, did you, you got anything on that? They right asked now? him post tips uh, if he would. Basically, the, the reporters asked him post tips firing if he would worried or thinking that he would have some kind of aggression because Tibbs was kind of only person that believed in him. And he just kind of alluded to the fact that Tibbs, in fact, was the only person that believed in him. But furthermore, he believed in himself. His family believed in him, and, and his supporters believed in him. So essentially, that was the comment: is that you know, if you don't believe in me or you don't you don't buy into me, then go kill yourself. But the one thing that I have seen pointed out on several cases: Derrick Rose has never played the PR game. He's never found it to be best in his interest. He doesn't try to speak properly when talking to the media. He doesn't really care about how he's perceived. He just speaks his mind. And also, furthermore, knowing a lot of Illinois people and, and Chicago people, that's that's common talk there. Like, if you search Derrick Rose right now and kill yourself, you'll see a bunch of his fans stemming back to his first injury in 2011, mentioning 
people saying, all right, you don't support Derrick Rose, kill yourself. It's just something that people in Chicago say. He doesn't play the PR game, and I don't think he clearly wasn't trying to be offensive. It just was, I think sometimes he's bothered by the sentiments and the question that he receives from people because he feels disrespected. And you got to answer that question a lot better than that. You got to be a professional. That's not being but professional. Derrick Rose, like I said, hasn't tried to be a professional. Derrick Rose has been true to himself this whole time, for better or worse. Yeah, I, I get it, but it's, it's a time and place for that. Like, you didn't have to say that. For sure. Now, did you kill yourself? When, if you don't think Derrick Rose is going to be there? I always believe in Derrick Rose. All right. So. Well, just make sure, dog, because you might have on suicide. And then finally, uh, DeMarcus Cousins is coming back. Lando, do you think this will have an impact on the Warriors season, positive or negative? I think positive. I think they, they need him back, and they need somebody in the middle. Um, Draymond Green has took a step back, so they need somebody else that can, that can step up. So I think it's going to be a good look, good look for them. I think, I think it's impossible for it to be a negative. The Warriors have no real scheme issues as far as fitting DeMarcus Cousins in. The only issue would be DeMarcus Cousins' character and his accountability and approval of fitting in and taking on the role. But as far as in the offense, they already run a lot of schemes that would be similar to his play style. It just would be the the quantity, the amount of times, the amount of touches he would get per game. And for somebody that took $5 million and reached out to the Warriors, I can't see a reason why he wouldn't be okay with that. You're buying in? Yeah. I mean, it depends. Like, how many possessions do niggas even get in the game? How many shots do niggas take? That's I mean, problem. but it's, it's only two niggas taking shots right now. Yeah, but that's another thing so that I was about to say. That three it, niggas. It fluxes, and this has been a thing that's been big on Twitter lately. The the mixing and matching of, of Steph Curry and Kevin Durant right now has been an issue for the Warriors. They can't really get a rhythm. Steph has been coming out early in the fourth. He hasn't been playing the same minute he's used to with Kevin Durant because of the deficiencies they have on the bench. And I think that DeMarcus Cousins will help this um, because he can be that guy in the second union along with Clay and Draymond. Or you can keep him in with, with Steph and KD, preferably with Clay and Draymond because I just think they need another scoring option with that union. Or maybe it's just him and Clay. You get Draymond the rest and keep him in with KD and Steph. So I just think that he'll be be able to come in and get his touches. You don't see an issue with with Clay when he, but he has eventually his all five of them got to play. Yeah, for sure. And so like even off a of, let's say it's a Durant and Cousins lineup right now and they balling, they throw Steph in there. Then now what? Now it's like all right, Clay's still probably in the game. So do he even? Are we running plays for Clay or should we just get Demarcus Cousins the ball in the paint? I think the Warriors have have. At their best, always been a, a hot hand team. So, if, like for instance, when they played the next other day, Steph Curry had like fourteen points, Kevin Durant had like maybe twenty one, Clay Thompson had forty three, took twenty nine shots. Nobody on that team. If it's clearly your game, if we're going to let's say if we start the game out and we got a mismatch on Boogie Cousins, we throw it into him and he looked like he's feeling it. I think that they would be comfortable with riding him the rest of the game. I don't think that I can't speak for everybody because I'm not really the biggest Kevin Durant fan. I don't know his motives. The rest of the Warriors, no really, no haters out there. Nobody would be mad if he gets his touches if we feed him through the post. And Clay and Steph can play off that. Kevin Durant too, because he's also one of the greatest shooters we've seen. So I don't think that there'll be that much of an issue as far as the touches within them. Now, would there be games where Kevin Durant might come out too ball dominant and try to jack if he feel like everybody else not playing good? Yeah, but Steve Kerr just got to figure that out. That's why, that's where I'm. That's where I feel like it's a problem. Like. Kevin Durant is around 35% usage rate. Steph Curry is around like 30, 31%, 32% usage rate. And when DeMarcus Cousins was hooping, he was around a 35% usage rate type player. Even with the Kings, he was still at 35 and the Pelicans 35. So it's like, and when you put that into it with a guy like, 
Like I thought I had Draymond shit written down in here, but when you got a guy like Draymond Green, it just I feel like when it comes to the rates, it, it get tough for niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like it get tough when it comes to possessions and who's gonna really be putting together the situation to score the ball. Like I just feel like scoring is such a like right now, even though the Warriors don't got nothing good from a like a team point of view, it is a it's a it's either Steph or Kevin Durant. And sometimes Clay have a good game and Draymond come with nine points and a couple of rebounds and like a couple of assists. But it's between Steph and Kevin Durant every given night. And I feel like when you start splicing in Steph Curry average around like five, six assists, Kevin Durant average around like nine, eight, seven rebounds, Marcus Cousins gonna want He's going to garner 15 points. I feel like... He's going to garner 10 rebounds. He's going to garner a couple of assists. saw earlier in the season assists. with the Kevin Durant situation, and it's unfortunate because Draymond is a, a very pivotal piece of the team. I think his demeanor, he has quoted that he's accepting of taking a lesser role when Kevin Durant came there. He kind of talked about knowing that his role would be diminished. I feel like the, the, the organization is going to abuse that. And uh, bring, keep diminishing that name? Yeah, like Draymond Green is clearly the, the weakest link as far as the person that we could most exploit as far as taking out of his role. You can't take away from Steph Curry. You can't take away from Kevin Durant. Draymond Green is already limited in his offensive talent. The but only that's thing the he kind of did for us was push the ball. I feel like Clay, Draymond's usage is tied to Clay Thompson. You know what I'm saying? To some degree. So I feel like if you take away Draymond, you taking away that nigga just by a nigga being taken away. And then you already taken away by putting a star player in the game with yeah. DeMarcus Cousins. So it's not sure. as like you didn't... I feel like now you got a starting five where you took out Two for one. So now you got to start The only thing I'll say about that is, is that, and, and Amir, shout out to Amir because he's kind of buying into what I was saying. Clay Thompson is, is up to his dribbling. I think that he's starting to become a better, well-rounded player, and that could make him better in this offense if he can put the ball on the floor and create for other people and initiate some I don't know. Offense. I think more of him being a catch-and-shoot guy might help. For sure. No, but I'm saying just as well-rounded with playing off of people. Yeah. Whereas if you don't have Kevin Durant in the, in the game and it's a Clay Thompson and Marcus Cousins team at this point in a, any given quarter, then they can initiate the offense in the same manner as a boogie high pick and roll or a boogie on the post, and then Clay Thompson can be the ball handler in certain situations. Not the entire the entire situation, because obviously he'll probably be playing with Sean Livingston and Andre Godala, who are also playmakers. But just having that versatility for Clay Thompson, I think, will still make him a, a viable option. Like I said, Draymond's only issue is that he's limited scoring. So you only have so many positions you actually can put him in. So I think that will decrease his his accountability and just his quantity of touches. Mm-hmm, well, uh, we gonna see. It was like January eighteenth or sixteenth. January eighteenth is the the for sure date, and possibly January sixteenth. Hey man, well, I'm done with that dog. I really can't wait from a fantasy point of view, from just from a visual point of view, because they play they play the Cavs on twenty first, right? Yeah. And that's, that's Martin Luther King Day. I mean, that's the Cavs, the Lakers. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, it's LeBron. <laughs> he played LeBron James. Yeah, so, all right, man. I can't wait for that. That's going to be pretty exciting. Hopefully, it's going to be a real good game. I uh, think that's about it for the show. Anything you want to close with, Lando? No, no. That's, uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, I mean, UFC had a good card a few weeks ago, so definitely a shout out to them. Um, you know, shout out to Pacquiao, Broner. Um, they got their fight next week, and. Well, shout out to Trippie Tech. kind of barbaric, dog. Yeah, oh, shout out to Terrence Crawford and Amir Khan if I get finalized. You know what? I'm not going to shout that out, man. Amir Khan is, um, which I don't blame him. Like, he's going to take the Crawford fight. He should be fighting Kill Brook, but he's going to take the Crawford fight. But he is going to get knocked out, man. he got a weak chin, and that's just an easy fight for Terrence Crawford. And then, weak chin music. Amir Khan get knocked out again, man. And then they, they try to put that fight on pay-per-view, and that's a shake of my head. 
too many of these bullshit fights are going to pay per view, man. Yeah, you got run that bag up, man. Yeah, nah, man. Like I said, that Bronner shit, seventy five dollars. Um, they're trying to charge seventy five dollars for the Terrence Crawford fight, seventy five for the Earl Spence fight. There's, there's definitely gonna be a lot of fights. I just I catch on a replay. Shout out to the snippet in the Game of Thrones trailer, dog. That was yeah, nice. Shout out to that, man. That was real nice, man. What the fuck is yours, Mark, uh, your grace? It's going to be a good season. I think uh, maybe this Sunday or next Sunday we're going to start the show. So I guess we can get that announcement. Every Sunday leading up to season eight and then post-season eight, we're going to be reviewing the episodes. Me and Lando, we're going to go through you know, a couple episodes of Game of Thrones and Give a little comments, give a little notes, just a little review on on, on seasons and, and stacking them up and just a bunch of Game of Thrones talk. We're going to have, it's going to be called the Iron Price. So we're going to be paying the Iron Price every Sunday, so don't forget to tune in to that, man. We have guests on, you know what I'm saying, talk, take all the Thrones knowledge you need, man. So. Hey, we got a big pot, potluck coming up too prior to the show. I'm bringing all the, the so-called Game of Thrones enthusiasts, mm. all the brightest minds. And the thing is, I want to hear everybody's start date and when they start watching it. Why? I need to hear that. I need yeah, to hear bashing, the start date. bashing uh, your calls. Man, I'm not yeah, bashing my gay, calls. Yeah, you're a gatekeeper. No, no, I'm, I'm not bashing. I just want to know. I want to know. That's like, your first question? Slappy, yeah, no, no. Because Slappy been coming to gay last week. Slappy been talking about. start watching the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I check in. I just want to hear niggas check in. Why you got to check in on Game of Thrones? Not you, Austin. Niggas like Slappy. I want to know how long niggas been fans. What do what, like, what do it matter though? What you mean? What do it matter how long somebody been a fan? Because I gave my blood, sweat, and tears. Well, I want my ass off. Austin got like nineteen disciples. Yeah, so if you want to know his date, why you want to know theirs? That's what you mean. He be bringing the fly. I bring niggas here. I'm just saying though, like it shouldn't have took this long for niggas to jump on the boat. Well, no, no, I've been on the boat. No, it's a long show. It's a long show. Yeah. And and I couldn't watch it season by season. If I had to wait years, I just having to wait these next couple months to watch these names is terrible. This damn the worst. No, I've been doing this shit to the like, Who would you you want people to go through that type of shit? Yes. Nah, you that's how you know you a real nah, fan, you man. Better for people. I would do it. I, would, I definitely would have been missed, pissed if I waited like six months for season two. Man, you just waited a year to watch this shit. Yeah, I did. That's crazy. That's, that's what I'm cool. I've been watching other shit. If I would have waited like that, six months to watch season two of, of Game of Thrones, but I you know been what? Pissed. You know what? But you deserve. I mean, you appreciate it more when it come on. I guess you did. You yeah. You every, uh, every week ain't that bad. Every week that has butt. No, that's what I'm saying. Season two was probably the worst season. Y'all had to wait for that shit. Season five, three battles. Season two, and then I ranked it four, three. See, I like, six, I like, seven, I like five, we, two. We gonna talk about the show, but I like I like the Blackwater battle. So that's why I got that a little little high. I ain't seen five. I'm going better than Blackwater Battle. That is, but that's all I've seen the five that. But that, that's all season that's all two that. had. That's all that. That's all season two had. Well, season two had. They had good dialogue. Season two. Mm, and they had Blackwater. good. They had good small uh, cast. Yeah, you should just say Blackwater. You know what I'm saying yeah. I'm hard home. Hard home down there three episodes in my book. Uh, that's only that's, that's three yeah, for one. Yeah, that was only and it was only thirty minutes, man. The whole episode was our own. They 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 cheated us with their own. They, it could have been a whole episode. I would have gave it that, but it was only thirty minutes. I mean, even at the Blackwater, really, no, really, it was only fifteen minutes. Like, even the Blackwater battle, Blackwater he got was knocked a, out. Blackwater was the whole episode. Tyrion got knocked out two fights, and they that's how they save budget. That's how they save money. But Tyrion, but Tyrion saved half man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, half quarter, he could the quarterman, but he, quarterman. but he got See, knocked out. Man, the whole whole fight was only fifteen minutes, man. They cheated us with more action. White Walker. It was John had a good he had a good solo fight and then yeah, the rest of them got nominated. But I think season two definitely the dialogue was a, was a lot better than season five. 
Mm. I definitely like. Yeah. I don't know, we gonna go back. We gonna watch a couple before we do the episode, Jerry. You know, because season five, like by the, by the real fans who started, season five is uh, voted the worst season. It's a real fan. No, Austin is a real fan. No, I'm a real fan. That's how I'm not saying two is not a good season. That's why I feel like two is worse than five. It's a real fan. There's no such thing. Listen, everybody's a fan. Oh, I just want to know. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. Check in dates. Just so we can just get that going. That's all. That's all I want to know. I just want to know when did you start and how did it make you feel. I'm not trying to discourage anybody. I just want to hear what like when you started. I know that's why you're not allowed to play the fitness. You a You a real gatekeeper right now, dog. You and Amir, y'all niggas. Who are you? State your name. Yeah, dog. I need to know. Nah, man, y'all some password niggas, dog. I let you in. You just come in. You want come as you are. Nah. Nah, I started episode one, season one, man. We all started episode one season. Yeah, what? I'm talking about the year. <laughs> <laughs> 2011. I started episode no, 2011. Yeah, that's how you start the show. Yeah, that's how like you usually just start it. I hope you didn't start I'm talking about <laughs> when they premiered it, this show was coming out this date. I was right there watching it. Yeah. Hey, that's cool. cool story. Bro. I just want no niggas check in dates. That's all, man. <laughs> if that's too much to ask for, then I won't do it. But if I can ask it, I just want to know when niggas started. That's all I want to know. All right, man. So uh, either this Sunday or next Sunday will be the first start of Iron Price, dog, the Game of Thrones podcast. So don't forget to we're gonna have a couple shows coming at y'all per week. So you know, be be prepared, be ready to listen. Um, that's it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it on Periscope. Hope you guys listen on uh, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. You can follow us on on Twitter at Motherfuckers in the Barbershop Podcast. You can look us up on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts at Motherfuckers in the Barbershop. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave a like. Retweet the link where you see it. Subscribe and and shout us out. Uh, Thanks for listening. Peace out. These niggas got blue out. Kyle Kuzma just dropped 40 on them.